With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It is FPC Radio Live. It is Tuesday, the last day of January, January 31st. Uh, We are inching closer and closer to Super Bowl 57 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, However, we're not going to talk about the, the conference championship winners today. No, 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 John. The one good thing that came out of this weekend from, from a personal perspective, obviously, I'm, I'm speaking from a whole lot of bias and, and obviously own self-interest here. But uh, the one good thing that came out of this was San Francisco losing. And now that doesn't mean I didn't I wanted them to lose. I, I actually thought they were going to win. But it was weird, John, because I felt that had they continued to win, there was less and less likely a chance that uh, one Mr. Tom Brady would end up in San Francisco, an ideal landing spot, in my opinion. Um, so the fact that they did lose, and they did so in, I don't well, maybe humiliating fashion is, is too harsh a word because they did lose their starting quarterback and, and their backup quarterback at one point. Um, but you lose 31-7, to seven, that's not going to sit right, especially for a team that is so ripe with talent and so many so much talent across the board. But there's this hole at the quarterback spot, and it has been the case for a long, long time for this team, not just this season. Um, the question is, John, are they finally going to bite the bullet and understand that, yes, 
it's nice to have guys like Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo and maybe Trey Lance will pan out. But if they want to win a Super Bowl, they need to go and sign Tom Brady. And I don't think it's a matter of a question at all. I, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, I think it was a no-brainer, you know, weeks ago. And now it's only even more so because we, we talked about it. As, as nice as the Brock Purdy story has been, I, I mean, he's not he hasn't necessarily elevated his team. And you you can speak to this too. Obviously you're you're a little bit older, John, so you, you remember these things a lot more than I do. And and of course Thanks. the yeah, I, look, I, <laughs> I, I, I could have said what you know what, maybe I should have said wiser. You're wiser than most. Um hmm. so I'll I'll I don't know I'll, about that, but I'll play along. <laughs> hey, I'm trying here, John. I'm trying to get throw you throw you a bone <laughs> here. Uh but go back and and Look, the, this type of conversation would never happen on Twitter because it's such a cesspool of misinformation and bad narratives. But it became very evident early on in 2001 that Tom Brady was capable of elevating that Patriots team. He wasn't just a game manager. So I know people will sit there and compare raw stats and say, hey, they're the same. But the eye test, John, told you that Tom Brady was better than just a backup quarterback very, very quickly. on, And I think we've actually both referenced this, the comeback win against, uh, I believe it was uh, San Diego, right? Um, uh, in the overtime game. Uh, then the, yeah. I, I'm sorry, then the overtime game. But the point is, Brock Purdy never really showed that. He was a nice player. But at no point were you sitting there saying, okay, he's starting to elevate this team. I think it was the other way around. Yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy came into a, team that the year before was in the NFC Championship game and could have very easily have won that game if Jimmy Garoppolo played better in the fourth quarter. So it was kind of a ready-made team. And you referenced that Patriots win over San Diego in 2001. I think that is the biggest regular season win of the dynasty. Because at that point, they're one and three. They're down ten in the fourth quarter. Yeah. To Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie was a starting quarterback. Flutie for the drive. Chargers. Flutie pass, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, Natick, where, where the, uh, the well, theater is. But anyway, if, if they lose that game, they're one and four. I don't yeah. know if they're coming back from that, right? But Who knows if Belichick points, is coming back from that? Well, that's what I'm saying. It could go, it could go badly. So yeah. they get to overtime, and then they win in overtime, which is something they never do. Like Until Tom Brady showed up, the Patriots never won in overtime. Like, if it went to overtime, you'd shut the TV off and say, that, well, they're not going to win this game. Yeah. But with Brady, it was like, they're going to win the game. So, yeah, no, a, a different set of circumstances, Brady and Prudy, because, again, uh, Prudy was a nice story, but, again, he got all sorts of talent on both sides of the ball, so he was just kind of a caretaker. I would love to see Brady end his career in San Francisco. I think it would be really cool. I think it would be a wise decision on his part, only because, you know, we've heard the rumors of Miami, which I think was kind of turned back a little this weekend, but who knows uh, where we'll be in a month or two. Uh, the Raiders obviously could be an option. Whoever, the Jets, there's just a bunch of teams. But they're all in the AFC with all these great young quarterbacks. I think the road to getting back to a Super Bowl is easier in the NFC. And why not go join a team that just lost the NFC Championship game? You put Brady on there, they become the favorite to represent the NFC in Super Bowl 58. Well, look, look, I, I understand that, um, you know, the, the going the easier route, you know, uh, is is a nice talking point and certainly going to be focused on and certainly any Brady detractors will, will sit there and say that's what he's looking for. But I honestly don't think that matters to him. You know what I mean? Like if if, if the Chargers, you know, I, again, just an example, if the Chargers, you know, with their team would like, hey, we want to sign you, Tom Brady. Be like, yeah, sure. I don't care. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I don't think that I don't think he's like, oh, my God, no, Patrick Mahomes. You have Joe Burrow. You have. Joe. No, I, I think he's more than happy to welcome that challenge. He's never shied away from it in the past. So I don't see him doing it now. So that I don't think is an issue. I just think regardless of all this uh, circumstantial or other circumstances, San Francisco is just by far the best option. Um, you know, you have the, 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 the yak guys, you have the big tight end, you have the nice offensive line, you know, it can be play better, but Tom Brady can certainly elevate that offensive line much better than Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy or Trey Lance or Josh Johnson or, uh, Steven Ayers, the guy that played backup goalie for the Maple or that beat the Maple Leafs. I don't care who's under center. <laughs> Tom Brady is going to make it better. So that, so to me, it's just, it's a no, like San Francisco, you have been knocking on the door for a decade. Let's be honest, knocking on the door for a decade. Let's go back to 2013 when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Knocking on that door. NFC Championship game, Super Bowl appearances, one big pass. Like, look, Tom Brady's your quarterback in, in 2018. You're winning the Super Bowl because you know what? He makes that pass to end of the game that Jimmy Garoppolo cannot make. And you think about one of the other common themes with, with 49ers quarterbacks. They can't stay healthy, John. Every year, mm-hmm. they're getting hurt. And what does Tom Brady not do? Miss games. In 23 right. years, he's missed 16 games to injury. Well, 15 and a half. And that was because of a blown out ACL. Again, not uh, not lingering injuries, and of course, obviously the the suspension that you know we we won't talk about that right now. But the you know what I'm saying, like it's just it's it's it just seems like a no brainer in a division that is wide open. I don't look. I don't think Seattle's going to be as good as they are were this year, and we kind of saw them fade towards the end. I don't think you know Geno Smith is all of a sudden. No, I think they caught lightning in a bottle. They had a nice, solid season, but I don't think you're going to see that again this year. Uh, the Rams, I have no idea what the Rams are doing, so who knows. Uh, and, and the Cardinals, they don't even have a coach yet. So, you know, and, and not to mention Kyler Murray, who knows when he's going to be healthy, October, November? They may be well out of it by then. I mean, hell, they were out of it at that point this season. So <laughs> what makes you think that he's going to, you know, come back and all of a sudden keep them keep them going? So... <clears throat> Um, to me, it's a no-brainer. If 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 San Francisco, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you go out and sign Tom Brady. You don't have to trade for him. You know the the uh, uh, being close to home, so to speak, um, is a, is a nice story. But more most importantly, you have guys that will not only elevate Tom, but will be elevated by Tom. Because is Tom Brady the the guy from 2007? No, he's not. Of course not. That's disrespectful to Tom Brady. But he's pretty darn close. Like, this guy, you know, he still can throw the ball. He's going to make the right decisions. I mean, hell, everyone's focusing on, like, the last, you know, few games with some of the interceptions. But he went two and a half months, essentially, without throwing a single interception. So you're talking about a guy at the very elite level will protect the football. And then on top of that, he'll execute in the biggest moments, which... That's something San Francisco has been sorely lacking these last few years, and it probably has cost them a couple Super Bowls. The 49ers, Ian, have gone to six of the last 12 NFC Championship games, and they really have nothing to show for it. They made two Super Bowl appearances, lost both games, both close games, where if you – Kaepernick was really good in that Super Bowl against Baltimore. He was outstanding. If if they somehow got in the end zone when they were 
you know, had first and goal inside the 10. He's probably the MVP of the game. He was really good in that. But then Garoppolo um, played pretty well in the first three quarters against Kansas City three seasons ago. But then in the fourth quarter, he was a disaster. I blame a little bit of that on Kyle Shanahan. They abandoned the run game with a 10-point lead, which I don't quite understand. But we've seen Shanahan do that before as the OC with Atlanta two years, three years before that. So, yeah, I, I'm all in favor of this. I think he looks, you know, me with uniforms, I think he looks really cool <laughs> in that uniform. And, again, it would be a great, great story. Yeah, um, that that is a perfect place to go. You've got a good offensive coach. You've got pretty much all the weapons you need. And, oh, by the way, you also have a really good defense, yeah. which statistically was the best defense in football this year. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him play in San Francisco without question. Well, and, and here's the other thing, and I saw this pop up. I think Mike Garofolo might have said it, and – Look, I don't know the full context of the two, uh, of, of the of the uh, situation or or the question, but apparently, um, <clears throat> the Bucks, you know, obviously in search of an offensive coordinator. Um, their question was, how do you, you know, with with kind of the idea, the possibility that Tom Brady comes back. Look, I, I think him returning to Tampa Bay. I think we've kind of poo pooed it all season, but. You know, when when we're listing likely and, and and probably best situations, Tampa's probably not too far down the list, and it's it's mostly because of familiarity. I mean, it they have a lot of issues, but you you go to a team you've been with the last three years. Uh, you know, who knows what co- you know? Maybe the coaching situation is better. May who knows? I, I don't know any of that. We're not inside the locker room, um, and as much as people on Twitter want to think that they know everything that's going on. They really don't. So we're, we're, we're kind of guessing in a lot of these situations. But um, apparently they've been asking potential offensive uh, coordinator candidates how to fix the passing game, assuming Tom Brady comes back. And, look, I, I, I think I understand the question. Like, it's not as, as, as bad as it seems, but it's, it's still comical to me that that is the focus and not, like, how do we fix the run game, which was, I mean, <laughs> historically bad. Like, if you if you want to like the uh, the total offense was I think twenty third or fourth or something in the league, but if you want to split it up pass and run, I mean the, the the differences are night and day. I mean their pass offense was still really really good, but their run or, or defense offense their run offense was horrible. So <laughs> that led to a lot of the struggle. So I just found it comical. But the the big point is if that's legit then obviously there's some very clear indication that maybe not maybe not that he's coming back to Tampa but it seems very clear that he's very likely going to end up playing again because regardless of what happens it's it's going to impact Tampa if he retires it impacts Tampa if he comes back it impacts Tampa if he decides to go to free, elsewhere in free agency it's going to impact Tampa so um so yeah i think there is certainly a possibility that he goes back uh, but what that little comment, besides the kind of the, the irony or just kind of the comedy of it all, kind of tells me that, yeah, I, I think our gut feeling is 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 right, and I think he comes back for age forty six. Oh, absolutely! I, he doesn't have to answer to anyone at this point, right? I mean, that was obviously an issue in his marriage. Well, that's over now, so he's free to do whatever he wants, and he can still play. Does he still have the competitive fire? Sure, looks at he seemed miserable at the end of the year, but he seemed miserable at the end of 2019 and look what he did in 2020 and 2021. So I want to see him come back. I think the league's better with him playing and San Francisco would be the best destination for him to win any Super Bowl. 
and also just the whole narrative would be really, really exciting. Yeah, and look, I mean, that's again, it, it's part of again, it's part of me wanting to just see him hold on and keep playing, and it's not, not even hold on that that makes it seem like he's he's clinging to what he once had. No, I mean, <laughs> we're I'm having deja vu. You mentioned 2019. This is the exact same thing we're going uh, going through in 2019. In 2013, it was he was seeing ghosts. Um, in 2019 was he can't, you know, he's just not, uh, he's just not good enough anymore, you know? And now it's like, he doesn't, he's afraid to get hit. That's my favorite narrative. It's like, what quarterback wants to get hit? (laughs) And then point me to that quarterback and tell me how long his career lasted. Okay, great. Didn't last long. That's why you don't want to get hit. And, uh, so to me, it's, it's, it's not so much about a physical decline. It was just like, look, statistically he wasn't up quote unquote up to par from what people expected or certainly what he was the last couple of years doesn't mean he's on a drastic decline you put him on the 49ers and, and you're looking pretty good so um another old guy quarterback news um nathaniel hackett was uh, recently hired as the new jets offensive coordinator which has now fueled speculation that well maybe aaron Rodgers is destined for new york and i mean in I, again, you can't write these things any better. There, there are so many similarities between he and Brett Favre to begin with, but going to 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 the Jets would just be I would be almost too much. But the reality of it is, yeah, it kind of makes sense. We we talk about the Jets and like, yeah, they're a pretty good team in the AFC right now. They just don't have a quarterback. Well, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback now. He's not. Maybe he's not at his peak anymore. That remains to be seen. Again, I'm not going to sit here and put, you know, make a definitive claim based on what we saw just last year. Let's let's give it time. Maybe he rebounds this year. Who knows? Then all of a sudden, like, John, here's the thing. You can't be washed and then be unwashed, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's what people realize. Like, you don't, like, all of a sudden lose it all and then somehow regain it. No, that's not how it works. That just means you had, again, like Tom Brady in 2019, maybe a down statistical year. And maybe that's all it was for Aaron Rodgers this year. You know, maybe it was just a down year. Now, if he comes out and struggles again this year, then we can sit here and say definitively, okay, probably, you know, kind of reached his peak or whatever. But um, so I'll, I'll reserve judgment on that, John. So I'll, I'll give it some time for it to play out. But if it works out that he goes to New York, well, that's not a terrible landing spot for the guy. And, and right now, I think all the quiet is not necessarily a good thing. I feel like there's something something brewing here with Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it may be the first time where both are on board with it's time to move on. And I think it is time to move on. The difference between Brady and Rodgers is Brady's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants or whoever wants him can sign him. And with Brady, it's probably going to be $25 million a year. So, you know, it, it's probably a much easier transaction with with Rodgers, I almost said five uh, Freudian slip there. With Rodgers, it's going to be draft capital. I don't know how much of it because, again, he's going to be 40 in December. Um, but also his huge contract, would he restructure it? Who knows? That, that, those are all things that give me a popsicle headache. I would love to see him go to the Jets. Um, and Woody Johnson, who, you know, getting advanced in age. And they've never had a quarterback since Joe Namath. They've had some decent quarterbacks since Joe Namath. But most of them lasted a few years and then they moved on. It may be time that Woody Johnson says, look, I've got all the money I ever need. I want a quarterback on my team. We've got a really good defense. We've got some nice pieces on offense. Let's go get the quarterback. Certainly steal some buzz back from the Giants, who had a really nice 
year, making yeah. it to the playoffs, winning a playoff game. The Jets want to, you know, pull some attention as well. I, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. And you're so right. He, uh, Rogers and Favre are the same guy at this point. Um, in, in a different sense, you know, Favre is the Southerner with the Lee jeans, Levi's jeans, whatever. And Rogers kind of the hipster, cool California just dude. East Coast, West but, Coast, man. That's all it is. It's, it's, <laughs> that's just the difference. You know, they're the same person, South, just Southern and aesthetically West. they well, look differently. And and look, if they get another great quarterback, that guy will probably turn out to be the same way. It's it's the way things are set up in Green Bay. Maybe because they don't have an owner. Yeah. The, the star of the franchise <laughs> is the quarterback, and it it is so insular there that, you know, uh, they're, they're put up on a pedestal, probably unlike any other athlete in America. Quarterback of the Green Bay Packers for the last 30 years has been royalty. So I think that at some point they become a little bit delusional. And I think Rodgers kind of saw how far was and, you know, maybe at first pushed back. And then as he got older, it was like, eh, I kind of understand how Brett was, you know, 17 years ago, however long it was. So, yeah, I, I think the Jets make a lot of sense. You know, they're going to tweak that offensive line. Um, and it, it appears, well, I mean, the, the, the whole thing was when he was on McAfee a couple of weeks ago and he said, yeah, I can play at an MVP level. And he got kind of trashed for that rather than saying win a Super Bowl. I think he'd like to win another Super Bowl, but he, he is about individual awards like a lot of athletes. You know, um, maybe the Jets isn't a perfect situation, but if he balls out there, you know, he'd be back in the MVP discussion. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And certainly the Jets who haven't had a quarterback since Joe Namath. I think it would be pretty cool, actually, because Namath would probably welcome him and, you know, hand over number 12 to him for the couple of years he'd play. And, and look, look at any of the footage of Joe Namath. He was the original Aaron Rodgers. In terms yeah. <laughs> of the beautiful throwing motion, he really was, and the personality and all of that stuff. So I think it would be really cool. I was going to also say this, Ian. Do you know of any athlete in any sport of the four major sports who is still so beloved that hasn't played for that franchise for 45 years, and it seems like the only thing they're holding on to is when he played for them? It's Joe Namath, right? Like, I mean, well, what else do the Jets have? I mean, let's be that's real. What I'm saying, yeah. I mean, like, I, I know the Bulls probably, you know, if you're a Bulls fan, it's Michael Jordan. But Jordan's not around Chicago yeah. that much. Look, like, but, he's kinda, but, but let's be, let's be, let's be, still wearing, let's be honest, still John. Wearing like a Jet uniform. Every male basketball fan, the ages of 35 and over, are probably the same way as Bulls fans holding on to Michael Jordan. So. That's you know, too. Yeah, you know yeah. so I I, that, I think that's a little little bit different case because but yeah to your point I mean he doesn't embrace it though Jordan doesn't because Jordan doesn't go back well first we never see Jordan yeah um he owns Charlotte and he never goes back to Chicago it didn't end well Namath is still like the biggest star of the New York Jets and he hasn't played with them since 1976 yeah it's it's crazy it's wild <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't. I mean, but look, I think it would be good for the Jets. I think it would be good for Aaron Rodgers. And I, I think you're right. I think they I think they're both coming to the conclusion, uh, Rodgers and, and Packers management, um, that it's just it's time. You know, I think it was getting close and there was some debate the last couple of years. Uh, but now it's like, look, they need to they need to know what they have in Jordan Love. Like, you know, at a certain point, you just got to find out or you just got to cut bait. And if they cut bait, well, yeah, then Aaron Rodgers is coming back. But they don't seem like any they don't seem to have any interest in cutting bait with Jordan Love. Um, so, you know, that's that's why it seems like the writing is on the wall and, and it would certainly be an interesting thing. So uh, we're going to have plenty of this talk in the offseason, assuming these these situations drag on a little bit. I mean, I can't imagine they drag on too, too long. Um I'd imagine we get at least a, a, a decision um, 
that he that he is returning from Tom Brady somewhat soon, perhaps shortly after the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, we know last year, obviously, that the news broke Super Bowl weekend. He wasn't really happy about it. And, you know, then 40 days later, he unretired. It was it's kind of a, a big deal. But um, I think this year you're going to hear from him uh, very shortly after uh, uh, the Super Bowl. And, and I think you're going to get confirmation that he's going to be coming back. And then we can really, I guess, speculate as to where he's going to end up, whether it's back in Tampa, whether it's in San Francisco, who knows. But uh, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I, I think... Obviously, the Packers want to get this one way or the other. They need they want to get this done sooner rather than later. Going back to Favre, like you don't want that situation again. No, we don't need to be. You know, Edwarda doesn't have to be outside Aaron Rodgers' home in Nashville or wherever the hell he's living, like he was back in Mississippi back in two thousand and eight. You know, with uh, Favre on the track of you know swishing down some buds. Um, yeah, the, the, again, we remember a couple of years ago. Stafford and Goff were traded for each other, like right in between the conference championship games and the Super yeah. Bowl. It happened quickly, so maybe that's going to happen. Rogers is a difficult guy to deal with because he's officially football's Hamlet. Like he's going to, you know, weigh both decisions and kind of string everybody along. And I think that's also something the Packers are finally finally tied with. Look, when you win thirteen games in a row, three straight seasons, and you go to two conference championship games, and you win two MVPs the team will put up with your nonsense, but you go eight and nine, heck you can go eight and nine with Jordan Love. Yeah, no. And, and that's, that's kind of, I think where they're at at a crossroads because again, you know, Rogers career is finite. It's, it's almost over. Um, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't assume he's going to play at a high level until he's 45, which, you know, if, it, if you knew you were getting what, five, six more years of high level Aaron Rodgers, then it's not a question. You keep building around him and try to do what you can do, but there is no guarantee. And this is a situation that a lot of teams have to go through and decide if they, you know, are, are you going to hang on too long or you're going to let them go? And look, look, the Patriots made the same decision, you know, a little bit later, and they were wrong. I mean, I think it's safe to say that they were wrong at this point. Now, again, you, you can't, you wouldn't, um, you know, the Patriots were, were heading towards a situation where they, they were, it was going to be tough not tough, but they would have had to rebuild in some form or fashion, whether Brady stayed or left. I mean, there, there was no doubt about it. But even Bill Belichick made the estimation that, you know what? The amount of effective football left in Tom Brady just isn't enough. And he was wrong. He was wrong. I mean, that's fine. I think a lot of people were wrong. Hell, there were people <laughs> wrong about him for 10 years. So, uh, But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden you have to give Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt if you're the Green Bay Packers. And I don't think they will. And, and part of that kind of is the fact that they don't have an owner. So there isn't there uh, there isn't an emotional attachment. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Brady and Robert Kraft or, or you know what I mean? Like those type of situations where the ownership loves uh, the quarterback, you know, that type of thing. So... Uh, it, it's really going to be interesting to see how this plays out this entire offseason, or at least over the next few weeks as we get through the Super Bowl and head towards the uh, start of the new league year. So, um, all right, John, that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, we will be back on Friday. So no show Wednesday or Thursday. We will be back on Friday to kind of uh, see if anything has kind of happened in the meantime. So uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you then. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.